Windless River. We'll paddle for beer. Today, we pair a beer style with kayaking down the Colm Galena River in the heat of summer. Oh, now it's time for some fun, time for some dares. If you're stressed today, let's relax as we learn about beer styles, the historic Midwest town of Galena, and the origins of kayaking. Sit tight, grab a paddle, perhaps a beer, and flow down the river with me. Today, we're kayaking down the tranquil Galena River, which flows right past the historic Main Street of Galena, Illinois. And the two beer styles we're considering today are American Wheat Beer, specifically a Tangerine Wheat Ale, and a Czech Pale Lager. With that said, let's get on the river. All right, so I'm here in the Galena River, kayaking away. It's a nice day. My beer's in a safe, secure area. One of my favorite jobs, chores growing up, was mowing the grass because I could listen to music, listen to podcasts. Of course, the beer nomad wasn't in fruition yet, I was probably 12, somewhere around there. Always like kayaking though. Something really calming about it if you're just by yourself. Nowhere to be. And so, you know, when you're thinking about what beer to pair, it's tough because if it's like if it's like a shittier day. Um, you want a different kind of beer, but right now it's pretty sunny. I've got my sun hat on. It's really tempting just to jump into the river. But I have all my audio equipment, so high stakes operation over here. Let's get to know the American Wheat Beer coming in at 3.5 to 5.6 ABV and 10 to 35 IBU. Wheat beers have always been tremendously approachable. Basically, the sizable portion of wheat malt used in the brewing process contributes to a lighter, much more distinctive drink when compared with beers brewed with barley exclusively. Historically, craft brewers in America were likely influenced by the unfiltered, fruity slash kind of spicy beers of Bavaria. They did not, for obvious reasons, have direct access to specialty Bavarian Weizen yeast. So they instead used clean fermenting American ale and lager yeast. Boom! The American wheat beer was born. Like the traditional German Hefenweizen, these beers are typically served unfiltered and can have a cloudy appearance when roused. For our purposes today, as mentioned, we chose an American Tangerine Wheat Ale. Going off that, what's most K 
characteristic of the American wheat beer, in my opinion, is this. It readily and easily accepts additional ingredients. And so if you look around your local brewery, you'll often see creative and unique approaches to this refreshing American brew. It's known worldwide and by myself as a refreshing summer style. Anyway, back to the water and the heat of the day. Can you all see me? Can you all hear me? I'd like to point out, I do look like a guy who's just talking to himself. <laughs> I have a microphone strapped to my lapel. Galena is a town that I would go to all the time as a kid. It's about 30 minutes away from Dubuque, where I'm from. Um, Ulysses S. Grant lived here for a little bit before his service in the Civil War. His house uh, that he lived in for quite some time is, is about a mile away or so from where I'm at now. Uh, actually, the, the leather store that Ulysses S. Grant used to work in for a couple of years is a sock shop now, so <laughs> a bit of a fall from grace there. As mentioned, to my left, the main street of Galena, Illinois, gently passes by. So, let's get into a brief history of the town. In 1826, Galena, which actually is the technical term for sulfide of lead, organized as a town. Around the town, the scenic hills and valleys were rich with lead deposits, so that along with its easy access to the Mississippi River via the Galena River, which we're on right now, led, no pun intended, to an increasing population, and the town was charted as a city in 1841. By 1850, Galena was the busiest port between St. Paul and St. Louis, and had a population of around 14,000. This growth attracted important future figures. Abraham Lincoln and Stephen A. Douglas, I'm assuming the A stands for asshole, both spoke in the city. And in 1860, Ulysses S. Grant came to Galena to work in his father's leather goods store, which now, confusingly, is a large sock store. Grant later left for the Civil War from a home in Galena, which still stands today. Galena's influence lessened with the decline of the lead mining industry and the onset of the California gold rush. But the historic legacy is kind of still evident when you walk along the many shops and restaurants of Main Street. Something like 60% of Galena's buildings are in a National Register Historic District. All of this goes through my mind as I paddle calmly away from the muffled sounds of the town. I, th I think I lean towards like lighter beers. Something with some substance, but still is refreshing. Of course, I know what it is already. It's in my kayak as we speak. But there's a couple, there were a couple other contenders that I thought about bringing. Yeah. Let's get to know the Czech Pale Lager. Coming in very crushable at 3 to 4.1% ABV and 20 to 35 IBU. Let's 
step into our beer time machine and travel back to the city of Pilsen in 1842, one year after Galena became a city. Joseph Grohl, a hired German brewer, basically used his brewing skills and the ingredients available in the area, namely pale malt, lack of minerals in the local soft water, and the native spicy Saz hop variety to create, well, basically the start of the modern lager movement, Pilsner or Krell. Now, this is the important bit. Only Pilsner or Krell is known as Pilsner in the Czech Republic. Everything else is considered a pale lager. Krell is basically a stronger version of these pale lagers. In America, they're kind of seen as somewhat synonymous with each other, but they're really not. They're two distinct styles. When sipping a Czech pale lager, it'll generally be fuller bodied than a Pilsner, not as dry. The Saz hop is much more uh, approachable, less what people perceive as spicy than the Pilsner. The finish is, the finish is uh, I don't know why I'm <laughs> being French. <laughs> The finish is crisp, snappy, and refreshing. Let me describe where I'm at. Going against the current. We've got some emerald green weeds underneath me. Of course, somebody's mowing a lawn. Got that fresh grass smell. It's a nice day with no wind. Who am I kidding, though? It's hot as fuck. It's about 90 degrees. Sun is strong, but I brought my trusty sun hat, so we're good in that regard. Little bird just flew past. Got some other people kayaking up here. So I'll refrain from talking to myself. Let's talk about kayaking. The very first known kayaks were built around 5,000 years ago by the Inuit and Eluit peoples for practical purposes, really. Hunting and transportation. The construction materials would range from animal skins, bones, to wood. Now, two known types would include driftwood and whalebone kayaks. Both types were covered in animal skin and Somehow, <laughs> don't ask me how, but they used whale fat to make it watertight. They could be large enough to carry a family or small enough for hunters to sneak up on potential prey. Now, fast forward just a tad to 1936 and kayak racing was added as an Olympic event in the Berlin Games. Today, durable plastics make many of the kayaks in circulation, and people tend to use them for sport, recreation, or to pair beer with for a podcast episode. Speaking of beer, let's get back to it. Here are my thoughts on the two beer styles as I drift down the river in the heat. The American wheat beer is relatively low in ABV, which keeps your mind clear. The citrus of my specific wheat ale makes it honestly so, so refreshing in the heat. It's like you're biting into a tangerine. Meanwhile, the Czech pale ale has an even lower ABV, which means you could crush more of one of these, many of these, during your kayak trip. So up to this point, I've been 
pedaling upstream. And it's at this point where I'm like, yeah, it's time to crack open the beer. So I'm gonna just kind of set myself up to drift and I'll talk about the beer a little bit. This is the moment I think everybody's been waiting for. With sweat starting to form on my face, I reach down into the secret compartment in my kayak and I pull out a cold American wheat beer. So there it is, friends. I'm sitting here drifting down the Galena River, drinking a tangerine wheat ale. And in my opinion, I made a great choice. <laughs> it's nice. I'm floating down sideways, but I couldn't care because I picked the perfect beer for today. It's got me feeling like Hear me out, please. <laughs> the Czech lager is endlessly crushable and refreshing. Specifically in a hot summer day, both beers scored the exact same in that category, to be honest. But what drew me away from the Czech is this. The activity of kayaking these days is endlessly accessible. You don't have to know anything about kayaking to be good at kayaking or to have a great time by yourself or with friends. It's easy. The Czech lager is refreshing and definitely approachable, but it doesn't necessarily have the versatility that the American wheat beer has. The approachability. Much like riding a kayak, anyone can go to your local liquor store and find an American wheat beer that fits your palate. Name it, and there's probably a variation of it somewhere. You can add dirty pennies and grass to a wheat beer and get something relatively drinkable out of it. it might be pushing the limit <laughs> saying that actually, but you get my point. It's accessible. Now, if you excuse me, I'm going to do what is great about kayaking, which is just sitting, enjoying the nature, drinking my tangerine wheat ale, hanging out in the summer in Galena, Illinois. Cheers, everyone. Toodaloo. I'll leave you with some reflections. As I looked at the green weeds flowing peacefully under my kayak and heard the muffled sounds of Galena nearby, a thought kept entering my mind. All my life, I've lived near this place and I've never taken the opportunity to experience the moment, the moments that I experienced on this kayak adventure. And look, we're, we're all busy. We all have stress. We all have immovable obligations. But I want to challenge you, if you can, every now and then, just stop. Breathe a bit and find something simple to do for yourself near yourself. Finding your own flowing green weeds and Galena streets could be a drive away. Thank you so much for listening to the Beer Nomad podcast. A lot of work goes into each of these episodes. And so if you enjoy listening, if you find value in listening, please rate and subscribe wherever you're listening now. In addition, you can follow along visually at my Instagram at the Beer Nomad Van. There's some fun stuff going on over there. That is it for this week. Drink good beer and be good to each other. Cheers. Mm -hmm.